Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Adam. Hey, and welcome back to the show. So today, um, I am going to be finishing up... Well, I should say we are now. Um, today, we're going to be listening to uh, and finishing up our Power Trip album that I started on back, I think, a couple seasons ago. It may have been like a season or two ago. I can't remember what season it was. But uh, I listened to Power Trip's second studio album, Nightmare Logic, which is a really fantastic album. And now we are going to uh, listen to their debut album, which is called Manifest Decimation. And Amir is here with me this time. I was by myself during their second album, but he's here with me today just so he can get a taste of this group because I've told him a lot about it. But uh, as far as I know, you haven't listened to them before, have you? Okay, so this is going to be a first for you. And in a way, this is going to be a first for me as well, because I haven't listened to this album. Because this, this is my first time uh, listening to it now as we're recording this. So it's 34 minutes, so it's going to be uh, it's not really going to be too lengthy of an episode. Uh, there's eight tracks. And this is going to finish off my, uh, my little send-off to Riley Gale, who... The only reason I discovered this group is when I found out... I was when I read the article that he had died... And I was like, oh, that's sad. But uh, Power Trip, I've never heard of these guys. So I looked them up, and I listened to Nightmare Logic, and I was like, wow. And that's also a damn shame that I didn't discover them until... The only way I discovered them was finding out that their singer died. But this was their debut, and... I'm excited to hear what they uh, what they got for this one. Well, let's go ahead and get started, I guess. Uh, track number one, this is called, Man- it's called, it's the title track, Manifest Decimation. I'm trying to control the volume because I don't know how loud it's going to be. Look at the album cover. It is. Bit of a wind up. I can see where the drag comes in. Because every drag fan had that one song that just had that big intro like straight to the song. Yeah. And these guys, they're from, they're from Dallas. Yeah. Apparently, uh, I just read something recently where um, apparently My Chemical Romance was actually going to ask Power Trip to come on tour with them to open for them, I guess, for some of those sh- sh- shows that they were doing. 
If anything, I'd be more excited to see them than than MCR. I don't hate them. I mean, I, I I actually do like them. It's just I, like I they're either, they're they're way past my time, you know. It's like I I love growing the genre, and another thing is like, dude, I'm over all the we're gonna come back, we're not gonna come back, we're coming back, we're not coming back, and all the teasers and shit like that. It's like when they actually did come back, I was like, yeah, who cares? Like you don't talk about coming back and this and that so many fucking times that like and when apparently you actually did come back. It's like I'm not even excited because. Who cares? You know? Yeah. When, when was the album released? Do you know about that? June 2013. Really? Mm-hmm. So they're, they're a very good band. I their style reminds me of, uh, like, way back in the day. Like, they're, they're an 80s. Which is what me and you were just talking about is that thrash metal nowadays seems to be a genre that isn't even talked about at all. Yeah. Which is a damn shame because thrash metal is really cool metal, if you actually if you actually sink your teeth into it. Yeah, thrash metal fucking revolutionized the scene. I like that riff. You can never go wrong with a fresh little riff. Yeah. This puts us past the halfway point for our recording season for uh, 11. Going on, going along pretty, uh, pretty smooth. Yep, as of today, season 9 is officially done, uploaded. And then a, a couple of uh, days from now, probably about another, about another two weeks, I think. Or maybe less, maybe about a week and a half or so. That's when my Sabbath season is going to start. And I hope that does good, because I put a lot of time into that. Total over 16 hours of recording time. There's a lot of work to work to that. Alright, track number two. This is called Heretic's Fork. It's a little bit shorter than Manifest was. And their second record, Nightmare Logic, that was released in 2017. But apparently they have music going back all the way to like 2008. Because about a year after Nightmare Logic came out, uh, they released, uh, I think, a compilation album called Opening Songs, 2008 through 2014. And apparently it's, song, it's tracks that were reworked 
or redone that were re-released for this compilation album that they had done years before their, even their debut, I think. Take it off and hold it if you want to. It'll probably make it easier. Do an episode on them, by the way. I think doing a Slayer episode would be so doing, cool. Doing I think I read something about like uh, some of the members doing like an interview or something. There was someone in the band. I can't remember who it was, but I remember them saying that they uh, that they feel like Slayer like retired too early. They feel like they, they they could have gone much more than what they did. I mean, they could have gone more, I should say. They, they could have, but... Uh, oh, did he have, like, neck bumps? Something like that. I can't remember. Did he have, like, a, a higher surgery and he didn't headbang anymore? Or... I mean, it felt like age was catching up to them. I'm kind of glad they retired when they did. I would hate to be... I would hate to see them, like, uh, all of these, you know, just... Pouring relentlessly throughout so many years, hardly ever really taking a break. Yeah. Having a farewell tour only to come back a couple of years later, you know. And, just, and he's do, and he's doing a farewell. He's doing a no more tours two tour <laughs> next year. It was supposed to be this year, but it got postponed to next year. And then he had the new album coming out. It's like Aussie, bro. You gotta you gotta take some time to yourself. Yeah, and he, apparently he's been he's been battling like uh, like pneumonia or something recently. But he's apparently he's he's really wanting to get back out and start doing shows again and everything. I'm like, dude, I want to come see you next year because yeah. I want to plan a trip to another to to another one of those shows to another show to go see him. Yeah. Because it'd be like a dream come true to go see Ozzy in concert. Yeah, I'm not gonna go lie. See Ozzy. Do you know how many fucking people will sit there singing his song? Everyone in the stadium will will know every single song. Coming together as one at his concert. It'd be a dream come true, man. 
like there would be people singing every single song Crazy Train Mr. Crowley Goodbye to Romance no all the way up through No More Tears No More Dude, Tears Dude if he plays Hellraiser I'm gonna fucking flip <laughs> Hellraiser I Don't Wanna Stop with a good one I mean come on all the way up to Ordinary Man Ordinary Man and whenever whatever his new whenever his new album comes out but I hope he stays alive long enough for me to actually go to that show. Dude, that's what I'm kind of worried about. Because, like, dude, you're, you, you kind of push yourself to, like, your max capacity, man. You gotta slow it down, man. We want you here for a while. We want you to continue making music and stuff, but you gotta slow it down a bit. Yeah, and the fact that it was pushed another full year, I'm like, dude. I better not plan to go see this show, and all of a sudden he drops dead before it happens. God forbid. Ozzy, I hope you recover. It's just like I, I remember I was talking to a, I was talking to a friend of mine, and we were having a discussion about like, uh, so what's, who's like the one band that you will always live in regret of never being able to see play live, or you'll never get to see. And I'm like Black Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. I'll never get to see them play because I was born so late into their career, and you know there was a huge gap between their 95 record and their 2013 record which I was 19 at the time but when they went on tour for their last album they only toured in the UK as far as I know yeah. and then their last their last tour stop was in Birmingham which is where they started and it's like, bro, I can't afford tickets I can't afford, I can't afford to go to Birmingham even though that would be really cool because I would love to see that Black Sabbath museum that's up there because they have a whole museum dedicated to them and it has all their fucking history in there that's one thing I would I'd love to see one day but I'm sorry, we're getting so distracted. We're we're just we are. we're talking about a lot of different stuff. Let's. <laughs> it's alright. We're just making talk though. Track number three now. Condition to death. That's a badass title. This has a very. I, the reason I compare them to Slayer is because Slayer and Hellraiser both have that. Very dark thrash metal sound. Like mm-hmm. Metallica was a little bit more radio friendly for the later half of their career. Slayer, especially during like the Rain and Blood album, man, they had such a dark, heavy sound to them. It was just raw, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we get with Power Trip. Dude, the, the, the drum sounds like he just, like, beating the ever-living shit out of the keg. Right. <laughs> like, it's just... I don't mean that as an insult. That'd be the good thing. Like, the echo sounds that come off the drums, man. You hear the giant echo as he pounds on have, each one? They probably have to go through a new drum set every recording session. He'd probably break shit. <laughs> just try to record it. Dude, there's, pro- there's probably, like... There's probably like a new drum set every song. They have like seven more drum no, they have like six more drum sets after this song. Like one of the one of the hardest hidden drummers I've seen or I've heard music wise is like Vinnie Paul. And it sounds like like the power trip, their drummers up there. Man, you can just hear that drum echoing. Rest in peace, Vinny. Miss you. Do a hell yeah album sometime. 
And then of course do Mudbane. <laughs> Dude, they're coming they're coming here to town with, with Rob Zombie. I think it's a uh, it's in August, I think. And they're coming to the to the Dickies arena. If we did a Mudvay now, I'd want it to be their third record, which was uh, Lost and Found. Mainly because I get I get a chance to listen to Happy again. Happy was good. Yeah, that's probably that my favorite be probably record. I think it's probably still their best album. Though. Isn't Gig still like their most popular song? Yeah. I'm loving the the guitar solo, how they just explode randomly throughout the song. And it's been coming out of nowhere too. Yeah. The song just like change, changes beats on a dime. What was that it? idea what that was. I have to look that up, maybe see if something was said. What are we, track number four now? Track number four. Already halfway through. Murderer's Row. Murderer's Row. Alright, right off the bat. I'm still like trying to, still trying to get my thoughts together on what the hell I'm looking at on that album cover. Like half skull, half whatever the hell. I can't even make out the left side of the Dude, album. every time every time I look at a different spot I see more stuff. Like I look to the top left, I see I feel like I see people walking back there. I look to the to the bottom to the bottom left, I see like a picture frame of like a face in it. I look to the middle right and I see like a distant power plant or a city or something back there. Everywhere I look, I see something new. <laughs> I look to the very left in the middle. There's people right there. What am I looking at? <laughs> I have no clue. I think there's like, what, soldiers right there at the bottom right? like I have no A big portion of this episode has just been us talking about other artists and bands <laughs> while we're currently in the middle of listening to this album. There's no build up to it or nothing, it just happens. I've literally just... Oh, there it is. It's like a solid minute of just a car solo and rip. Literally. Gotta love the thrash metal, man. 
You gotta listen to Nightmare Logic too, because that album was freaking awesome. Beastie Boys shit right there. <laughs> Whoa, that was different. The fucking distortion, the uh, the, and they were like, uh, it's been mostly just instrument. I ain't complaining. I ain't complaining either. Try not to turn it up too loud because some of these songs can get really loud if I'm not careful. So glad we get paid tomorrow. Voice has a raspiness compared to Let Me Up Motorhead. Well, that song kicked ass. It did. All the songs have been cool. I think that's my favorite so far, though. Murderer's Rope. Man, that, those guitar solos and everything just so bad. Alright. Track number five, Crossbreaker. See, it goes back to the drumming thing we were talking about. Like, you can hear every pound. You can even hear the cymbals. Like, that's like the most perfect sound on the snare drum that you can get for the thrash metal going. Oh, yeah. Every time I hear something like that, I get I get like fucking Beastie Boy vibes. <laughs> we got a lot of good albums coming out soon that we haven't even done because they're not out yet. But there's a lot coming up that are really good. Got some good stuff coming up. have a lot of good stuff planned for season 12. We've already got about half the season planned out so far for season 12. Just a heads up to everyone, we are going to record that Evanescence album. We're going to do it next week from when you're hearing this recording. 
going to be another solo. I feel it, man. Don't let me down. Come on, man. I know you got I know you want to do it. I see like a giant mushroom in the back now. What? Oh shit, I do too. I, do too. <laughs> I think I see a skeleton up there too. No, I see skeletons. I see people up there. Right above the, the name. What is going on? Dude, every time I look at it, I see more shit. This is like something you'd hear on the road somewhere. You're pulling up to a light, and someone just pulls up next to you like in a top-down convertible, just blasting this shit. Well, that was a good track. It actually was. I enjoyed it. Alright, track number six, Drown. I think Sabling Able is getting ready to, uh, to announce their next album and when it's going to be released. But I think right now they got a couple of, they got some tour dates that they're doing right now. All I say is hurry up guys because it's been like, it's been 10 years since I've heard Jerry sing on a Saving Able song. Because the last time he released an album with the band was in 2012, which was 10 years ago. Much more slower pace than the others. Back up. Looks like he's in a stadium. 
I need to look at this album cover more closely. I do too. I see a lot of faces on the left. It looks like I see people on the bottom, I think, unless that's something else. been like had they like you know had Riley not passed and they got offered to join that tour because they would have been the openers it would or if it was like a day one day two thing They're killing it with these riffs. They are, dude. number seven and this is ironic because it's called Power Trip which is the name of the group and we already did Manifest Decimation which is the album album title so you got a title track and, and the band title track yeah I guess so <laughs> I guess it comes full circle alright Power Trip The last song is going to be the longest one, though. It's going to be about a six-minute track. Record the black album. I think that would be a that'd be a cool episode to do. I really 
Oh gosh. Don't get me started on reload. We got a lot of stuff we got to do. That fucking snare drum sounding like a trash can. <laughs> Being beat up with a bat in an alleyway. <laughs> They did the drums right. Where St. Anger failed, you can make the drums sound halfway decent. Punisher managed to make the drums sound so damn precise on every single note. All I hear is, No! Sleep! To Brooklyn! <laughs> the fucking I'm telling you that there there's been like four new drum sets since, since the last one there's no way like he didn't break it through, like a whole bunch of drum sticks recording the album dude, this shit is crazy dude I like that riff I like that dude Song's pretty damn good too, and and for it to be the the same name as their band, pretty good, pretty good song. All right, now we're on to the last track. It's six and a half minutes long, so pretty sure this is going to be interesting. Well, let's get to it. It's called Hammer of Doubt. I'm really trying to decide on what show we should go, we should do next. Because we have a couple of good ones. Because all of them make fantastic episodes. Just getting to see Spirit Box would be awesome. And obviously Shine Down and Three Days Grace. Later on this year, I am going to get to go see you know, Alice in Chains and Breaking Benjamin. That's going to be a really good episode.
I heard him say something about Texas. Yeah, I thought I heard him say something about Texas. Down here, something, something, something. And ironically, because they're from they're from here, they're from Dallas. It's like they just took all the energy from the last seven tracks and just threw it straight into this one. This dude, as soon as Riley started singing, all I just hear is. <laughs> just fucking took a deep breath and just let it all out. Also, I just noticed the pipe in the skull's mouth. I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice it until just now. See, every time I look at it, I see something else. Like right now, I'm just looking at it again. I see the nun standing right next to the face. Every time I look at it, I see something new. Yeah, there's literally a nun right there holding like a... It's either a nun or like a, a dude with a white beard. I can't even tell. But he's holding a cross. So that's what it looks like. I think it is a nun, actually. Or it's a priest. You can hear every pound in those drums. Like, every time you hear the echo, it, like, echoes the room. Recording in the studio must have been hella customer. I know I would love to be in the studio if it recording. If I ever got lucky enough to be able to make music, I would love to be in the studio to actually record stuff. Maybe for an, for an, uh, like for an EP or for an album. Just to see how the process of that would go. And then how accomplished I would feel whenever the, the final product is done.
I can see why they made this one the longest one. I know, right? Because there's so much energy in this song, dude. Yeah, it's just like that song, dude. No way, that's it. We have to be, come on, it has to be more than that. Unless we got some more talking. Could be. Yeah, it looks like it might be it. Huh. Just a little outro. Alright. What a way to end the song after all that chaos. That didn't even feel like six minutes. No, it didn't. It felt more like three. Catch your attention, and the thing you know is over, and you're like, damn. Flew by. Yeah, no. That's kind of how I felt with Contraband whenever that song first came out. Because that song is like a, like a four minute track, and it only feels like maybe a minute before you know, like, the song's already over. <laughs> like, because you're so drawn into how it sounds. Wow. That was a good album. I don't know if I liked it more than. Nightmare Logic, I'll probably put them at the same level. I really can't choose between one or the other. Well, I haven't heard. Yeah, you'd have to listen to Nightmare Logic, but somehow I have a feeling I feel like you might like that one just a tad bit more. This one was a good album, though, man. It was. I thought the drumming was phenomenal. The, the riffs. The solos, dude. The vocals, I'm telling you, man. Reminds me of Lemmy, but if Lemmy strictly did, like, gang child style vocals right like you have that raspy then they have the dark gloomy sound of Slayer they have the drums of Slayer with that heavy like just hard hidden style even the even the guitars are just the riffs are very Slayer like the guitar solos are explosive and full of rhythm like man this one's all in all, especially if, especially if it was an instrumental album, man, this would be a damn good thrash metal album. It's a shame that it's not talked about as much because, well, thrash metal isn't as popular of a genre as it used to be. Yeah, a lot of people are more gravitated to pretty much the music that we listen to currently, you death know, which core. is metalcore, deathcore, death death things like that, yeah. Damn good record, though. It's a damn good send-off, too. Still kind of frustrated that I didn't just do this one first, and then did then we did Nightmare Logic for today. But I don't know why I didn't do it that way. But nevertheless, we had both we have both albums here now. So that's gonna go ahead and do it for us. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed, and we will see you all in the next episode.